Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station or its management. Introducing Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. gentlemen yes it's almost the end of july of course (laughs) welcome to outlaw radio i'm one of your hosts i'm bad billy derek nor chris could make the show you will hear them in pre-recorded segments but of course joining me is my english brother from another mother what's going on bulldog of the locked and loaded radio show Hello, mate. How you doing? I am actually Derek's and Chris's uh, less attractive twin sister, so I'm I'm stepping into the bridge for those two. Are you trying to tell me you have a pussy? Meow. <laughs> it's, it's purely rescued. Purely rescued. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, Joining us uh, will be a pre-recorded interview we did with Brian Zuckerman and Chris Grimes of the band Sirenic out of Maryland. Later on, we're going to be hearing from Philip or Phil the Pain Wagoner. Going to be joined by Melissa K of our sponsor, Melissa K Photography. They're going to be joining us later in the show. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be badass. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, in our second music set, too, we will be paying tribute to Chester Bennington. Yes, uh, we recently lost another, and I know I said some not-so-nice things about him after he had some really stupid things to say. But, uh, you know, little do, do we know of uh, some of the stuff... Uh, these guys actually go through in their head. I mean, wow. So we'll be paying tribute to him later on in the show. Uh, we have some feedback to share with you that, that this is just priceless. You're not going to want to miss this. And, of course, uh, 
that's when Chris is going to be around for news of the weird. But uh, for the next 51 minutes, we have the interview with Brian and Chris of Sirenic. And uh, before we get started, overall, this is a band you probably never heard of, but what do you think of their music? They are badass. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely. So to start off the interview, we have Immune by Sirenic. Uh, joined in the duet is Adria Zuckerman, who is the lead singer's sister, and she's got one hell of a voice. So, shall we get this party started, shall we? Let's do it. Thank you. 
Gold Cog Whiskey is an American bourbon blended with herbs including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and many more. When they infuse great tasting herbs in their bourbon, they never expected to take away the whiskey burn and still leave the whiskey taste. So rather than adding extra sugar to make Cold Cog smooth, they simply added great tasting herbs from around the world, and the result is the easiest whiskey experience you've ever had. Take a cold cock shot to your mouth. Must be 21 to buy. Find them online at coldcockwhiskey.com. Cold cock whiskey reminds you drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Always take life with a grain of salt and a slice of lime and a shot of tequila. Is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. I am proud of my heritage. I am a feminist. I believe in marriage equality. I am pro-choice. I am pro-life. I believe that there is a God. I'm not so sure. I am a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I believe there is no God. I'm bisexual. I am transgender. I am unique. I have something important to say. Everything we say is protected under the First Amendment. Express yourself. Don't allow yourself to be silenced. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education. If you love country music. Oh, there's lots of it and more on Cranked Up Country with Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington. You may remember them from Cranked Up Live. Cranked Up Country is three hours of the best country music on the planet combined with real personalities and fun. Listen for the Cranked Up Country hit picks and artist picks. Call Brad and Curtis with your song requests. And hey, you may even expand your vocabulary. Airhead, bird brain, bonehead, chowderhead, clodhopper. Clodhopper. Seriously? <laughs> Visit Cranked Up Country on the web at crankedupcountryradio.com. Like Cranked Up Country on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduppcountryradio. Follow Cranked Up Country on Twitter at Cranked Up Live. Cranked Up Country on this fine station. Hey, I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. And ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Immune by Sirenic. And with that said, I want to welcome Brian Zuckerman and Chris Grimes from Sirenic. How are you guys doing? Hey, Pat. I'm good. All right, good to have you guys here. Now, uh, for those that... Thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for those that uh, are not familiar with Sirenic, why don't you uh, give the listeners uh, a little background. Tell the listeners more about Sirenic. All right. Um, we've been around, uh, I guess, about uh, eight years or so now. Um band started as just myself for the first two albums. Um, it was like a solo project. I had never been in a band or uh, had any uh, had any intentions of forming a full band when I recorded the first two albums. Um, when I was uh, pretty much done with our second album, A New Meaning, um, I had developed a pretty big following on MySpace and uh, there were some people that were local and basically said if uh, if I ever wanted to start a live band, they'd be interested in auditioning. And when I was done with the second album, I decided let's 
let's give it a shot. And uh, got a bunch of guys together. We were awful. And uh, after many lineup changes, um, this group of guys has been around for about five years now. Uh, Kevin, Chris, Keith, and I. And uh, we're recording our eighth album right now. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you you did... Uh, so let me let me guess. Was it uh, the whites of our lives that uh, you pretty much did on your own the whole time? Yeah, that and a new meaning were were just me. The only other there were some guest vocals from uh, my sister, who you just heard on Immune, and um, Brian Lennington from a good great band from Indianapolis uh, called I Exist, and uh, Ian Near Lickham. Who was uh, from the band uh, Veda from New York? But besides that, it was just me. Wow, that is awesome! That that is awesome. The the way uh, you were basically able to work on this uh, on your own the whole time before actually having a band to back you up. And uh, obviously, yeah, the, the band is, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it, it was yeah, definitely a lot different, but. Uh, you know, I I never consider myself really, you know, a technical guitarist or bass player or drummer or anything. So it was more about song, the songwriting back then, and then being able to add guys that were amazing on their instruments, who really took the band to the next level afterwards. So, yes, it was cool. Now the song we just heard, "Immune," it, it's off of that first album, "The Whites of Our Lives." And uh, obviously, I have to ask uh, the woman that's on there with you is uh, what's what relation is she? Obviously, has the same name. I'm assuming your wife. No, it's my uh, it's my sister. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but right. but she's got she's got an amazing voice. Get... Yeah, she. Uh, I wish she would pursue it more, but uh, she's very hard on herself and. Uh, she did three songs with us, but uh, I think that's it for her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, give she, us a little... she doesn't like being in the spotlight. <laughs> Not for everybody. <laughs> but give us a little background yeah. on that uh, on that song too. Um, it, it was actually a song that I had written before I formed Cyrenic, or or was recording under Cyrenic. I had gone under a different name, which I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna tell you, but I had recorded like six six albums before then. Uh, I was compl- I was awful. Well, but it was a learning experience and Immune was actually a song I'd written. It was just just me back then and um I thought it was good enough to um carry on to when I was uh starting to record Cyronic and I just had the idea of uh, you know having her sing after that. I was always into I guess duets, and uh, just thought it'd be cool a little change up. You know what? Turned out great. You know what, Derek? I think uh, w- with his answer, what what he just said there, I think uh, it's a perfect time for you to uh, pop that first stumper at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. 
Now, normally I throw these stumpers at people, and sometimes it gets them, but sometimes they end up knocking it out of the park. Now, the first stumper that I have for you is who would Serenic love to work with on an album? Could be a producer, a singer, any genre you want. Who would it be and why? Um... I'd have to say probably a producer just because uh, I, I think I'm over uh guest <laughs> guest artists on our, on our stuff. But, um, I think it'd be cool to have maybe someone like either Joey Sturgis or, uh, David Bendis, who's done like Greg Benjamin, um, I guess probably someone like that. We've always been self, I always produced everything we've done. So it'd be cool to kind of see what we could do with a multi-million dollar studio or something like that, you know? Right on. Uh, Bulldog, any questions? Yep. I actually have a pretty good question. Um, for the next generation of, uh, music house, um, how would you describe your music to the new generation? Our music to the next to the next generation? Yeah. Is that what I mean? Uh, uh, Chris, could, Chris could take that one. <laughs> describe our music. Well, it's, uh, it's heavy and melodic with, uh, you know, it's got a lot of good, uh, rhythms to it, a lot of good riffs and great melodies. And, uh, We've got a lot of hard stuff and a lot of stuff in between and some light stuff. So, I mean, I guess that pretty much sums it up. Heavy music that your model like. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. That's way describing it. Absolutely. And of course, um, the the name of the band, Serenic, or Sirenic. I have a tough time pronouncing it. I do apologize. But where does that come from? Well, it'll probably be easier once I tell you because it's like siren, but as in uh, an adjective. So, um, you know, siren is melodious and captivating, um, kind of like the Greek, you know, the Greek mythological sirens. So I made it into like an adjective. It's sirenic, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, I, I do I do have to ask uh, before uh, we go to the next song we're going to play here too. Um, be- before forming the band and uh, producing everything on your own, basically building from the ground up as you did. What would you say was the best part of that, and what would you say was the most frustrating part of it? I liked having, I'm a control freak, so uh, it was it was different back then when, you know, I didn't have to compromise on anything. I could kind of create exactly what was in my head. It's definitely different once you have a full band and you kind of, everyone's got to have input and... Uh, I mean, it, it definitely makes things better, but it does make it more difficult just to get everyone to agree on everything. And um, but I, mean, I definitely want to change that. 
uh, it was just easier back then. I, I mean, I write and record a full song in you know a day or two, and now it's uh, just like a different process. Um, right on. Now, the next song that I'm about to cue here in just a couple of minutes is a, another one that I like a lot. It's off your Dying to Live CD. It's called Shed This Skin. And uh, your words, what, what's the best way you can describe that song? Uh, it's actually about circumcision. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It could be, it could be to you, to, you know, to whatever you want to make of it. But, um, uh, um, I guess it's just about, um, people not, uh, people that's about being let down by people and, uh, and not doing what their main, uh, objective is probably. All right. All right. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the, I don't know. Your little joke there kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. <laughs> but, no, that was, that, that was good. That was good. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you should hear some of our, uh, of our different lyrics at practice. So, <laughs> oh, I can. Definitely not that serious. Not that serious of a band. <laughs> I can imagine. Chris, Chris actually, Chris actually is really good at uh, freestyling some uh, creative lyrics. Right. I try. I try. Kevin. Kevin does a. Kevin does a good job too. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, without any further ado, I want to go ahead and cue "Shed This Skin."
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, joined by Brian and Chris of Sirenic out of Maryland. 
And um, one of my next question is, um, you know, I I lived uh, a little bit in uh, Pennsylvania for a little while, but I, honestly, I've never spent uh, much time in the Maryland area or D.C. or, or Northern Virginia area or anywhere like that. You know, I've just been through there. But um, when I lived in Pennsylvania, the uh, local music scene was... You know, it was decent, you know, kind of like where the way it is out here where I am now. But when I lived in Ohio, it was huge. Um, how would you describe the local music scene in Maryland? Chris? Um, we, we were on a pretty good run. We were pretty fortunate to link up with a uh, guy, um, John, who was, was a hell of a promoter, so it's been been good for us. But he he just recently has moved, so um, we're looking to, to head back to Baltimore more. Um, their music seems decent. It's, it's um, they have a good good set of bands down there that come come through that way. But uh, yeah, I'd say Baltimore is still probably the spot for local bands. I mean, there's a really good scene there, but a very tight knit group of uh, bands that are kind of friends. Um, so we're about an hour from Baltimore, so we never were able to get in as you know as tight as we could be out there. But um, we still got great places to play there and everything. But uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff more towards Hagerstown and you know Western Maryland. Um, they just seem to have a better rock crowd out there. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Derek, uh, any few questions? Any more questions, or did you want to go ahead and throw the next dumper at them? Well, I guess I could throw the next dumper at them. You guys are going on tour. You just put out a a big album. Everyone's buying it, selling like hotcakes. You're going on a nationwide tour all over the United States and a little bit into Mexico, a little bit into Canada. So you got that international flavor. You have three opening slots ahead of you. You guys are the final act. Who would you choose to go on tour with you? You have three opening slots. Remember that, but who would you choose to go on tour with you and why it can be anybody past or present, any genre you want. Peace. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. You like? Ooh, I, well, I think my three would probably be uh, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, and Stain, just because they they play similar music to us. Yeah. And to me, heavy influences on us, and just I think that'd be awesome to play and to play with them and to watch them. Yeah, I'd agree with uh, Chevelle and Breaking Benjamin, I think. Uh, if it was the past, I mean, well, maybe not for exposure, just as being an influence, everything, Old old Finger 11 would be cool for me. Um, oh, wow, I haven't heard that name in a long, long time. Uh, they're still around, it's just, uh, yeah, just they, their style's changed. Yeah, it's been, wow, I've... I hate to say this, but I almost forgot they 
they were they existed because I just haven't heard anything from them forever. Well, they're actually recording with uh, Arnold Lanny now, who did their first two albums. So they're trying to like uh, kind of dig back to their roots. So we'll see what comes out of that. But um... right on, right on. Uh, Bulldog, any questions? Yeah, I have another good one. Well, I think it's another good one anyway. Um, you're on you're on tour, and you uh, you get to uh, play a huge festival, and it's it's filled with uh, really. Now, the front man for the band is. Oh, Bulldog, you're, you're cutting you're out fine. a little bit. I, I apologize. Um, it's uh, not very good service. But um, you're, on, you're on tour, you, uh, you hit a festival, and one of your favorite bands of all time is playing. And the, the, one of the band members... Step in at the last minute to help out. What would your reaction be? And who would that band be? That's a good one. So, uh, someone, at a, a band that asks us to step in and what, sing? Yes. Uh, um, geez. I'd probably say Stain just because his his voice is probably in my uh, in my register. A lot of the a lot of the bands that I like actually have much higher voices than me, so I can't sing the same range as them. But uh, so I'll say Stained. That's a pretty good band. And I can see the influence too, most definitely. In fact, uh, yeah, that yeah, you know, as I uh, obviously. Uh, the crazy story of how I even discovered you guys in the first place was because I was looking for my brother's music on YouTube and somebody who had some of my brother's music on their channel also had your music as well. And that's how I discovered you guys in the first place. And that was the uh, first time I heard some of your songs. That was kind of the feel I got was these guys. Was, it, was it just the song or was it, was it the video? It, it was just the song. Okay. Yeah, but it, yeah, that was that was like wow. I I kind of hear the stained influence in there. That and that's that sounds awesome. I like that. Now, one question that I absolutely love to ask is because uh, I ask this because I get a different uh. answer every time. <laughs> but uh, out of your years, what's that? What's our favorite color? No, no. <laughs> Out of your years of playing and performing, being involved in the music scene, and it doesn't matter whether this happened at a huge festival or if it was at some hole-in-the-wall bar with a capacity of about maybe 25, 50 people at the most. But what would you say is the craziest thing you have seen while on stage performing? Uh, Chris, go ahead. 
I think it was uh, when we were playing at uh, yeah. Hard Times and that uh, one dude from the band got into a fight with the bouncer. We were up there playing. I just saw people yeah. flying around. This and singer like, from uh, another lost another lost year was in a was getting taken to the ground by uh, by a bouncer at where we were playing, and he got thrown out. Oh my goodness! Yes, I, I've met those guys at uh, while I was in Vegas uh, for. A, a big festival they had there too, and another lost year. They're awesome, but uh, wow, learn something new every day. Does that surprise you a bit, Bulldog? It doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Well, we've seen. I mean, we've seen some uh, some boobs. Um, that's always good. That's not Signing boobs are always good too. Have you had the opportunity to do that? Uh, not yeah, kind kind of. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chris Chris usually signs some other uh, some other the guys. He takes care of the guys. for the request. <laughs> they all love me. <laughs> oh no! Uh, hey, at least we, have, we haven't seen that. Yeah, you know, we haven't seen that many. Cra- I guess it's not much crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> hey, at least that isn't as crazy as what uh, Lola Black had to go through, right, Bulldog? Yes, um, they, they actually had some pretty strange requests to uh, sign some areas of the body that uh, is uh, pretty she. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next song that I have uh, chosen here is off of your latest CD that you put out uh uh, just roughly a year ago off your Medusa CD, it's called Caught in the Fire. What can you tell us about this song? Um, I have a hard time remembering lyrics, so uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but uh, that's a song that our guitarist Kevin had come up with uh, most of the music for that one. And I uh, came up with the melodies um, we had that's a song that seems to be like a, one of the favorites off of the new album, but we we've only played it live once for some reason. It's just uh, I don't know for some reason we haven't been playing that one live, but uh, I like it. So that you've uh, you've played this uh, once, but. When when you did play it that one time live, what was the crowd reaction like? We actually played it at a very small, like outdoor thing, so it wasn't really that many people. But uh, it's hard to get a reaction out of people around here. Actually, it felt it's like a big Baltimore Maryland thing. Everyone will just stand there and like stare at you like they're bored, and then afterwards, but oh, we loved it. You know, people don't move that much around here. <laughs> That's something I wish uh, we got a little bit more feedback while we were up there instead of afterwards. 
Right. Oh, yeah, I can I can understand. Uh, yeah, you. If uh, they look bored, they uh, they don't look entertained. You feel like you you might not be doing their job, but that's just the their uh, reaction. Yeah. All right. Well, without any further ado, I want to go ahead and cue Cotton the Fire. Just out of reach from my mind, from my feet. I can't say, but I'm caught in the fire.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, joined once again by Brian and Chris of Sirenic out of Maryland. And uh, I don't know, Derek or Bulldog, you guys got any further questions? I'm thinking of a good one. So uh, being Derek's stunt double, I suggest he goes first. (laughs) (laughs) Well... All right. Uh, some kids are watching your show. They're like 17, 16, 17 years old. And they come up to you after the show and they say, awesome show. We want to, you know, build, make our own band. Uh, what advice could you give to people coming up saying they want to start their own band? What advice could you give them? Stay in school. I'll do drugs. Uh, follow your dreams. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's for everybody. It's a lot of work. It's a lot more work. than it's a, it, there's a lot more downside to it than upside than, you know, selling tickets to a show, uh, you know, going to practices, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of work involved, but then when you get on stage and or when you get off stage and people are coming up to you, ask for autographs and everything, then it's it's all worth it and you want to do it all over again. But uh, it's tough. I, I would definitely want to do it for uh, money or fame. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree like that. with that. I agree with that because if you're, you, you know... I don't, it doesn't even have to be music, but, uh, you know, you're, you're in it strictly for the money and, uh, you're in it for the wrong reasons. You have, you have to love what you're doing first before, uh, the money comes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So what do you, what do you guys do on your downtime when you've, when you're finished in the studio or finished on a tour, what do you guys do, um, on your downtime? Our, uh, our day jobs? Downtime. Well, we're, we're not professional uh, musicians, so our downtime is, is the music. So uh, I'd say besides that, I mean, I'm a graphic designer and artist um, and uh, spend time with my family. And, uh, Very cool. Movies, sports, I don't know, the normal. The normal stuff, which is, which is always good. What about you? What about you, Chris? What do you do? You uh, hang out with the family and dogs. Uh, I like to go to the gym and uh, work. There you about go. It. <laughs> there hang you out go. with the guys whenever we get together and and do do cool stuff and we try to catch shows, go to some shows and get out and meet people and, and spread the word about you know, the band and all that stuff and it's always fun getting together with the guys and working on songs. Right on. But it's like I said, that's yeah, I agree on that pretty much is getting, getting together and trying to, to work on things and practicing and stuff. Absolutely. Now uh you, you guys obviously it's already stated you know you're based out of maryland uh that's where you've done the majority of your work but uh 
How far? I'm pretty sure you've had you've got the opportunity to go to other states. Uh, how far outside of Maryland have you had the opportunity to travel, and where have you gone? Almost nowhere. We've uh, as far as we've been, had, we played Delaware. That was uh, I don't know if there's been any further than that, really. We have we've always talked about. Yeah, you know, if the opportunity came up uh, for a tour, but it would have to be financially worth it for us to do. Um, we're definitely open to that, but um, yeah, the, the right opportunity hasn't come along yet. Right on. I understand what you're saying there. And uh, talking about touring, uh, this is a question I love to ask. Say uh, you want to. There's some place you want to perform globally, anywhere in the world. Where where is that dream stage for you? Where's a cross? Where is it? Where is it? Um, I guess it'd be cool to play somewhere out, maybe Nashville, somewhere down that way, where the you know music's real big. It'll be fun. Catch a bunch of shows while we're down there. That'd be a good place to go, most definitely. And um, as seen on your Facebook recently, you had the opportunity to open for Saliva. Have you had the opportunity to open for other big names like them before? Yeah, we've uh, we've played with Red, uh, Evans Blue, Hoopa Stank, uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, uh, Janus, Lot of Lita Sway, and Silver Tongue. We play with a lot of national bands, um, but those are usually the best shows for us because the people who are coming out are are there for the music instead of coming out to you know see their friends, their friends' bands. I don't like care. Our first ever national show was playing with Evans Blue, and that just like changed everything for me. And they were my favorite band at the time. And uh, just the reaction afterwards, I mean, it was so much different than playing local shows. That was, uh, that got me hooked. Right on, right on. So so you say that that changed, um, that changed you a little bit, that would you say that changed you in the way that uh, you performed or the way you, you looked at it? or just basic overall uh, when it comes to performing? You uh, probably are the kind of shows that we selected to play on and just just realizing that you know, there were people that responded really well to the music. We just had to play with the right bands, you know, mm-hmm. reach those audiences instead of just playing any show we can get with local bands, you know. Right on, right on. Well, that's all the questions I have. Uh, Derek Bulldog, you have any further questions? I have no questions. 
I don't either, guys. This is a good interview. Yes, absolutely. I want to thank you guys for your time here on the show. And uh, before we wrap everything up and go to our first music set, which we're going to uh, play five songs by Sirenic, why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find find you on social media, where they can find your music, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Reverb Nation, and all that good shit. Sure. Um, first of all, you spell Cyrenic, C-Y-R-E-N-I-C. You can uh, pretty much get to everything from Cyrenic.com. We've got uh, links to our uh, to everything on there, but you can also buy our albums, uh, signed copies of the CDs or digital copies, uh, shirts, um, find out about our upcoming shows. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook. Slash Cyrenic, uh, YouTube, I think it's slash Cyrenic also. Uh, we've got you know, tons of videos on YouTube. Um, of course, MySpace, you can find us on there. Um, and uh, yeah, iTunes, all our albums are on iTunes. Right on. Spotify. Right on. I, like I said, I really appreciate your time here on the show. I want to wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. And, uh, yeah, should you ever make it out my way out west or you make it up to Minnesota where Derek's at or even down in Texas where uh, – we've, uh, we've got fans fly in from Minnesota to see us. Yeah. Yeah, you make it out there, you got to let us know. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to so- take – we're going to take our first music set. Got five songs coming up by Sirenic. When we come back, we have combat sports discussion. Going to got Phil the train, Phil the pain wagoner, going to be joining us along with a special guest with him. And uh, later on, we also have a tribute to Chester Bennington, who uh, sadly passed away. So, with that said, we'll be back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Philly. Where if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother.
dust particles, it's the fapper. Whenever you want to fap, just turn on the fapper and you can fap away with no fapping worries. The fapper, now available for only $69.69 and available at all STP stores nationwide.
Yeah. 
Broadcasting awaits you. If you've ever dreamed of being a radio disc jockey, newscaster, sportscaster, or production director, this is one of those rare times in history where positive change is waiting for you. American Broadcasting School Incorporated, one of the well-known broadcasting institutions of its kind, presents your window of opportunity now. Now, you can train in fully equipped broadcast studios with instructors evaluating your on-air assignments as you do them. Plus, there's job placement assistance upon graduation. This is a nationally accredited institution that's ready to help you take your first steps into your new future. There has never been a more exciting time to be in the world of broadcasting. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. American Broadcasting School, the number one way of entering broadcasting for over 33 years. You're just a phone call away from the career you've always dreamed of. Hey there. If you love your rock and talk, raw, uncut, unfiltered, uncensored, and unspecified, check out the Jay and Brody Show with hosts Jay and Brody Z every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Asgard Radio and replayed every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Hard Rock Radio Network. 
two average Joes get together, drink up, engage in witty banter and talking, and play the best in 80s, 90s, and 2000s metal, grunge, new wave, punk ska, and alternative music. Anything goes. You can also listen on demand and contact the show at jbrodyshow.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Jay and Brody Show. What more needs to be said? The 7th Annual Revival returns to Hideaway Lakes Campground in Yorkville, Illinois, September 7th, 8th, and 9th for three days of unlimited food, unlimited drinks, and over 30 of the best bands in local and national music with performances by Battlecross, Dead Horse Trotta, Another Lost Year, and Vices. For tickets and information, TheRevivalParty.com. As always, only 500 tickets. The Revival, brought to you by The Revival Party, Southern Smoke Barbecue, and the HCC, Stone Crow Mario, and 100.7 Q-Rock. For tickets and information, The Revival. There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Eric Stark, and Bad Billy. Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. What the fuck? You shit. The shady fuck shit. Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Bad Billy, Chris, Master, Derek, Stark, we all say shit. Fuck. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio, sponsored in part by, of course, Cold Cock Whiskey. Remember to raise your glass and take your shot. You must be 21 years old to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Hunter Athletic Gear, gear up and let's train. And now, Melissa K. Photography. All right, Billy. What were the songs that were played? All right. So Derek had to record that for us since he's not here to sing uh, our bumper. And <laughs> wasn't that great, Bulldog? That was awesome. I, I think what he should do, I think he should uh, put some music to that and um, make something awesome. Or at least give him a, an acoustic guitar or something. How about a tambourine? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, the songs you just heard were All by Sirenic. Great interview with them. Bite the Hands That Bleed, that was followed by Let It Burn. And that was one of the duets uh, done with Brian's sister, Adria Zuckerman. Medusa, and that was followed by A Killer to Save Us. And topping the set off with One Bird, Two Stones. Great, 
group of guys, I just don't think they were quite used to being interviewed. I mean, probably the most mellow interview that I've ever had. What do you think? Mellow is an understatement. I think they were so laid back, I think they were actually laying down. Probably smoking a doobie. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So going on to the next part of our show, we have a couple of special guests for Combat Sports Discussion. It's time! Boxing. Kickboxing. Mixed martial arts. Professional wrestling. Outlaw Radio Combat Sports Discussion. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome back Bill the Pain Wagoner out of Indiana. And joining him, of course, Melissa Kay, our of our newest sponsor, Melissa Kay Photography. How you all doing? I'm great. Awesome. I'm great. <laughs> love you, Melissa. Melissa, I love, I love you. <laughs> I love I love having you with me. Absolutely. Billy, I, I, I think, thanks for having me back, man. Absolutely, and uh, I know you're feeling a bit under the weather, so I appreciate you battling through that to join us, too. Yes, I, I've, I've I've had some fucking terrible allergy problems. I, I don't know why it come about, uh, but, you know, uh, it is what it is, and I'm, I'm here. All right. Yeah. So you you've got you've got a bout coming up, I believe, a week from today, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, yes. And hey, he better not mistake. These allergies won't get in my way. <laughs> hey, hey uh, I've seen people get in the ring or the cage with colds, flus, and uh, like Dave Manet was a good example. He didn't fare too well against Marilla Bustamante, but he didn't bitch out either. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I've fought people overweight. I have fought people um, when I was sick, uh, and I've won. So, you know, <laughs> who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that answer. So uh, before we get into the bout, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the promotion that uh, you're fighting for. Tell us a little bit about this. Yes, Josh Griggs. Josh Griggs out of uh, Vincent's, Indiana. He is uh, originally from Vincent's, and he lives in uh, Oceanside, California right now. Uh, He promotes True Form Entertainment. And, yes, he does very well. Uh, he's probably, you know, not to take anything away from any other promoter, but he's probably the best promoter I've worked with. Uh, he treats me very well. He does. He does. He does great things for me. That's awesome to hear. And it, uh, is it a, a strictly an amateur event, or is it pro am by any chance? Yes. Um, right now, it's just amateur just amateur we have some things in in the works um i cannot talk about them right now i wish i could <laughs> i really wish yeah I could. yeah no, hey, maybe not. we can train you billy but yeah <laughs> there are some things coming up 
um, yes, you know, especially at 43 years of age, I'm out here kicking ass and, you know, uh, most of yeah. the promoters, they raise an eyebrow. They're like, hey, you're 43 years old. When are you going to slow down? I'm not. I'm not going to slow down. I think there's hope for me yet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, what, what are you, Bulldog, what, 41 or about to be 41? I'm about to be 42. Or 42, yes. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a unique person. I'm 42. I, uh, I'm fluffy, but I'm very agile. I actually box and kickbox. <laughs> there we go. Oh, really? I do, yeah. All right. So, are you calling me out? Yeah, I'll I'll go twelve rounds with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, open Bring weight it. division. I'd, uh, one, okay, I'll, 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 I'm I'm uh, I'll definitely call you out. I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> Bring it! I'll shoot it. <laughs> Sweet, I'm definitely down for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And Melissa, you have recently started Melissa K Photography. You're building this business up from the ground. I want to thank you uh, for the exposure you have given Outlaw Radio. And uh, you're going to be there in Indiana shooting the event. Um, overall, talk about uh, what what do you think this experience is going to be like for you? Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm more used to taking pictures of, like, families, animals, scenery. Um, it's going to be a lot different shooting actual, like, moving sports photography. So it's going to be awesome. Um, a lot of it's going to be done backstage, as far as we know right now. But hopefully we can get a lot of good pictures up there up in the cage. Hey, I'm right glad to, I'm really glad to have you there, That's pretty so, awesome. I have to admit, I've never been to a to a MMA fight. Oh man, you don't know what you're missing. Oh. <laughs> now my you've my never first, been to a MMA fight. No, he, I have never been to one. It's that's it's on my to do list, and I think I'm actually going to be involved in one in a couple of months. Okay, right. I'm right joking. on. <laughs> but, I, hey, I got one coming up the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get Texas. In that way? Oh no, nope. It's going to be in Indiana, Indiana. And uh, from what I understand, too, uh, your opponent's been kind of, kind of letting it fly off the lip a little too much. Yes, um, not many people like my opponent. Um, uh, he does not have an impressive record. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't underestimate anyone. Um, he's pretty stacked. And he looks like he might be dangerous, but uh, I don't think he's as dangerous as I am. Well, he's definitely got more, got to be more of a challenge than somebody else from up there in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Hey. God bless him. <laughs> 
So how long have you been doing MMA? Um, about two years. Sweet. How long yeah, have you been? What What have you been doing? Well, I'm actually I've been doing um like the the exercise part of kickboxing, and I've I've been doing a little bit of uh, you know boxing training and stuff like that. Because I mean I've been ill for the long for the longest time of my life, and uh, I've just been getting my health back and doing all kinds of weird and wacky shit. I'm also a stuntman as well, so yeah, I can I can take a punch. Hey, you got to be you got to be tough to be in that that line of work. Yeah, I've suffered a shit ton of concussions um doing it, but hey, such is life, but it's uh it, it's an interesting way of life and actually I I'm actually shooting a movie right now. Well, I we finished filming here in a couple of weeks, so that's going to be awesome. You know what that brings up a question for Phil. Say uh this, and this is happening with a lot of pro and amateur fighters too say uh you get the opportunity for an acting gig say there's a producer there watching the fight they're gonna they're they approach you they say that they want you for for a scene or something how how would you uh react to that i would be right on it yes i i would be right on it we'll put it um, this way i may have something coming up in a couple of months that you might be good for you, oh really? Do you think? <laughs> yeah. Hey, my good friend uh, Chase Stevens, who who is a professional wrestler, I, I talk to this guy on a regular basis, and we, you know, I I would love to have him all over the circuit. <laughs> right on. Say that again. Still there? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, there? just want to make sure we didn't lose you. No, he was asking you to repeat the question. <laughs> oh, Chase Stevens, do you hear? Do you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> but I'm I'm a big wrestling fan too. So, my friend Chase Stevens is a professional wrestler. Uh, we went to high school together. Very cool. Now, uh, if if go that uh, what's that? Go ahead, go ahead, Billy. If that opportunity was to uh, be presented to you, what what type of role do you think you'd be better at? Um, a henchman for the bad guys, one of the bad guys, uh, one of the good guys. What what type of role do you think would fit you best? I think I'd be one of the good guys. I, I'd be one of the good guys, and I I would just fucking hurt everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're dangerous enough with your hands. I can't imagine you with a gun. <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, overall, I, talk about Talk about the training for your upcoming fight. How has that been going, and who have you been training with? I've been training my ass off. Um, my brother, my brother is very close, very, very, very fucking close to me. Um, and my friend down in Cavanaugh, 
Um, yes, uh, we've been working really close together. Um, my brother's like 190 pounds, and I've been fucking throwing him around. <laughs> so, and I'm 140, and so um, I, I'm really I, I'm in shape. My opponent has something to worry about. There you go. Now, let's uh, without giving away your secrets or whatever, uh, what do you think your training regime, uh, let's say the the weekly calendar, we're looking at that, uh, what does it consist of? Like, uh, for example, on Monday, you run, do cardio, you do some lifting. On Tuesday, you spar, do some stand-up. Wednesday, some jiu-jitsu. How, what would you say the regime is? I do cardio every day, cardio every day. Um, as far as the rest, I can't give away my secrets. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that. But I'm, we never... I'm, I'm tough. I'm fucking hardcore. And <laughs> fuck anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> How about... Have the words durable ever been said to you? <laughs> uh, resilient. Resilient. <laughs> How about that word? Resilient. <laughs> right on. Right on. So, hey, you, you know, Melissa, Melissa has been the greatest, greatest fucking person ever. Uh, oh, absolutely. Myself. I, I agree. My 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 photographer alone. Uh, yes, I love her. She she's a yes. good woman. She's been great she, to me. She has done wonders for anyone that she has come in contact with. She's done a lot of good work for Outlaw Radio. She's done. I've seen the work she's done for you, and that is second to none. And, yeah. Uh, I, I'm really proud of what uh, she has accomplished in this short amount of time that she started this business too. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Um, she's she's done a great job. Everything she's done for me is just fucking amazing. Um, all the oh. pictures, all the photography work, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. When 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 we get there on twenty ninth. Um, Everybody, um, she's she's open. Right on. So, Melissa, overall, uh, this is this is probably your first really big event where you're going to be shooting uh, something like this of uh, sports, uh, whatnot. Uh, in the long run, do you see yourself doing other things like uh, maybe? from family portraits to working festivals, concerts, and things like that? After this, I don't know. It depends on how everything goes. It might just be one of those, I do a little bit of here, a little bit there, do some fights, or I might just stick with doing fights. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Hey, I hope yeah. after, after, after I fucking beat this guy's ass, <laughs> I hope I, I, I got you on, on the next card, okay? 
definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, so after this fight, what do you think is uh, going to be next for you? Because you've talked about going pro in the past. Yes, yes. Um, I cannot talk about it just yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna win this next one. You know, I'm not jinxing myself, but I'm going to win this next one. And we've got a title shot coming up. Right on. Right on. Um, how do you feel about eventually fighting globally, too? I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all. You know? So, I, 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 I think I'm inhuman. You know, I'm just subhuman. <laughs> The next Randy Couture? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm the first Phil Wagoner. <laughs> Phil the Pain. I'm the first Phil the Pain. <laughs> Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, Connor. when... Uh, yep. Hey, by the way, I'm going with Connor. Fuck all the way with Fuck all the with uh, I'm not a Mayweather fan. I'm just going w- with where my head is. I mean, people can disagree with me all they want, but uh, this is a boxing match, and uh, I just have to say, put my m- smart money on Mayweather. Hey, um, I'm actually with I'm the, the other. With, I'm, I'm with I'm with McGregor the whole way. Um, Mayweather's nothing but a uh, overrated pussy. <laughs> of course, of course, he is. Of course he is, and he's got Conor McGregor picked for two reasons. He thinks this is an easy win, and obviously this is the richest event in the history of boxing ever. Yes, yes. So regardless of who wins, we know who's going to get more money. Still, it doesn't matter who wins. Broad Gayweather is still. Did I just say that? <laughs> is still going to Gayweather? I like that. <laughs> is still going to get make more money. Hey Melissa, love you, love you, Melissa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, when I was talking about going globally too, uh, I w- I wanted to ask you outside of the United States, and I'm this doesn't include. Canada or Mexico, but uh, where where do you think you'd like to fight outside of the U.S.? Outside of the U.S.? Um, hell, I don't know. Wherever. Japan, perhaps? Yes, yes, or, yes. Or yes. Japan or Brazil, take your pick right there, where MMA basically started between those two countries. I would, I would take Japan. I would take Japan. <laughs> I would. I, w- I would. Or ha- hey, how about the Japs would probably put a hurting on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how? Hey, Bulldog. How about uh, he get he gets booked about at the O2 Arena in London? I will be his ringman. Trust me. That would be that would be the Oto Arena would be one hell of a fucking event. I can tell you that one. Um, I would promote that until I got like 
a full stadium because that would be phenomenal. It'd be worth going back home for too, wouldn't it? I'll be in his fucking suitcase. <laughs> but no, yeah. I actually have a really good I actually have a really good question for you, Mr. Payne. And I'm gonna call him Mr. Payne because that's that's awesome. Um That's okay. I actually have a good question for you, and it's this. If someone of, of my stature um, came up to you, because I'm, I'm a hefty guy. Um, I'm around 300 pounds. Um, if I, someone like me came to you and said, hey, could, would you mind training me? What would your regime be for someone like me? I would absolutely train anyone who asked me to, okay? I will train That's you. Awesome. I will train anybody who asks me to train them. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, a lot of people have fallen off. M- most motherfuckers can't hang with me. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm no quitter, but um, you know, MMA has been. I've been a fan of MMA for a long, long time, but never been to a fight. Always wanted to do something like that, but never had a chance to do that because. Um, I have a few health issues, but you know it would be a dream come true to do something like that. One thing I can tell you from experience is it's definitely one thing to watch it on TV or even be there at the event, but to actually get inside the ring and the roar of the crowd, for some, it's definitely overwhelming. I... I've I've experienced it when I boxed, and uh, it's I mean the the nerves the nerves I felt uh, getting in walking to the ring, the nerves when the ring announcer said my name to the crowd, but it all kind of seemed to uh, just kind of kind of stop and put me in focus once uh, that bell rang and uh, I was out there throwing hands. Damn, those were the days. Hey Billy, everybody knows you got video up, right? Everybody What's knows that? I got video. Every, everybody knows I got video of my fights up. Absolutely, yes, yes. Uh, I've watched a can, few of them. You can go on True Form Entertainment on YouTube and type in Phil Wagner, and you can see my last fight. Uh, um, I'm pretty badass. I I don't I don't like to brag. I'm not bragging or anything. But um, if if you want to see how I fight, get on there. I will actually do that um, here in a little bit. I'll actually go onto YouTube and and check your fights out. And but if I'm ever up your way, I will actually you know spend a day with you and I'll, I'll train with you for a day. That'd be good. It'd be good. Or if, or if you book a fight in Texas. There you go. <laughs> yeah, if you have a fight booked in Texas, I'll come hang out with you and train with you and slap a few bitches. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then, and then, and then have a couple of beers when it's over. No, fuck yeah. that shit. We'll yeah. have a beer during. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, speaking yeah. speaking like a true man from the UK. There you go. Damn yeah. fucking right. 
Yeah, and any chance you have to go on to YouTube and watch any of the fights, there are definitely some awesome highlights on there. Um, look up the ones from March, definitely um, against Cody Sheezy. Um, he is a part of Team Pain as well, and I will also be photographing him. Uh, Cody is awesome as well. He is a great addition to the team. And on my photography page, um, if you guys are interested, I'm also going to be live streaming all the fights as well. Oh, yes. I will be there watching that one with at least six beers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> By the way, Melissa, um, Bulldog was just a little shy to say this, so I'll say it for him, but uh, he wanted to pursue a modeling career and wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> well, I, I, you, a, few years, a few years back, I was actually a model for Goodyear in Michelin. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted to pursue a professional, more professional career. <laughs> I just had to do that. Hey, can we get some pictures of you? Can we get some pictures of you? Bulldog. Yes, oh, can we get can. some pictures? Yeah, uh, yeah, let me do some pictures too. <laughs> hell yeah, let's do this shit. Yes. Yes, I'm 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 all good. I'm all good. Yeah. All right. Hey <laughs> hey Billy. Billy, it's fucking people like you who helps shine the limelight on a low, low guy like me. And I wouldn't say that. You help me out a little bit. You help you're, me out a little you're, bit. You're not, you you're not a low bit. guy. You're just not very well known. Okay, yes. Um, you know, it's people like you that just fucking help shine the limelight on us. Yeah, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have anything. Um but it's people like you that just uh, uh, help put my name out there. You know that? Absolutely. It's my pleasure to do so. And, As a matter of fact, and, that, that does bring me to a question, uh, and I, I think this is a rather serious question because as we just heard uh, the interview with uh, Brian from Sirenic, when I asked him the question you know, about uh, advising somebody who wants to start a band, he said, if you're going to do this, don't do it for the money. And definitely the same thing can be, can be said about the fight game. If you're going to do this, this is, you got to do it because you love it. It's not a, it can't be about the money until, uh, at least not until the long run. Um, I, overall, if you, if you find, so, if somebody tells you this is, this is what I want to do for a living, I want, I'm, I'm in this for the money. What, what's your response? Hey, I, I wish I got paid for this. I don't. I don't get paid. As amateurs, legally, they're not allowed to pay you. Um, the promoter uh, will give you a percentage of sales tickets and help you out, but it does not compare to the fucking time and money I put into it. I do it for the love of the fucking sport. I do it because I love to fight. I love to get in there and entertain the crowd. I love the fucking. I love it. Love it. I, yeah, I've been doing it my whole life. I just ain't been getting paid for it. Um, and it, you're not doing it for the money. No, you know. And, and if you're doing, no, I, I ser- seriously believe if you're in it for the money, you're in it for the wrong reasons. Yes. 
yes, you're absolutely fucking right. I don't do it for the fucking money. I haven't done it for the money. What money? What? What? Yeah, what money? What fucking money? Um, give me five dollars every off of every ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shit. I mean, that's that's passion for you right there. I can I can I can tell that. I mean, you have so much passion for what you do. I I've met. I've met Melissa. I've met Melissa. Melissa, my fucking personal photographer. <laughs> Melissa Photography. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> All right. Love you, Love you Melissa. Love I see you she's still. <laughs> I was going to say, I, you're still in the queue. I didn't think you, think you hung up. <laughs> A little bit uh, What's that? Hey, still a little bit I'm really, I'm, I'm really glad you guys um, kept me up tonight and got me um, to do the interview. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Of course, Melissa was the one who uh, set it up in the first place, saying, "You know, yeah. you've got to fight in a week. We, you got to bring him back on." You know, and uh, I, I said, "No problem." You guys are great. You guys are fucking great. Yeah, and so I've actually, I've actually, you know, it's actually an honor to uh, to actually meet you. I think because you're you're fucking awesome. You are as well. You are as well. Thank, thanks, man. You're welcome, um, mate. Maybe, maybe we'll meet someday. I would love that. No, I'd love to get to hang out with you and and, and train. I actually. I actually have uh, an idea that I would love to run by you, but uh, I would need to smooth out the details first. Okay. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. Hell yeah. Hey, it would be for charity. How about um, um, I pass my number on between Billy and we can talk? Hell yeah. I'm definitely down for that. Right on. Yes, yes. I uh, also wanted to ask you if you had a general idea, say, people, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan are listening. They're interested in tickets. Uh, What are the ticket prices and where can they go? Tickets are $30 for general admission. Um, You can go to promotionticks.com. You can get tickets through me. Um, if if you're away from me, you can't get them. <laughs> uh, go to promotiontakes.com. Uh, check out True Form Entertainment, Josh Griggs. Or you can get them at the door. Awesome. Awesome. So, so tickets are available at the door. And honestly, there aren't a lot of events that uh, offer that, too. And... Uh, I, I do have to ask too. Overall, the the sales and everything for, uh, at the events you fought in. Overall, how has have the crowds been as well? Hey, this last one, there was like two thousand people there. It was bad fucking ass too. I loved seeing all them people there. Loved it. Had a lot yeah. of home yeah. fucking crowd there. 
You know, Bulldog, I hate I hate to say this, but that sounds like uh, more people than uh, what was at Rock in the Spring. <laughs> that was the downfall of Rock in the Spring was not very many really? people there. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> well, I have to admit, there was, more, there was more fucking people at the concert I was at last night than Rock in the Spring. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Well, the oh, thing yeah. Oh, yeah, rocking, rocking the spring was a lot of fun. It's just that they they picked uh, they didn't pick the best venue. The venue was nice, but it's it was way 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 on the outskirts of Las Vegas. I mean, way out there, almost fifteen twenty miles from the strip. So it was just yep. yeah, and so, there was there was. Uh, there was about 250 people there the whole weekend, and it was a three-day event. Boy, there were there were sure some awesome bands there, though. That's for sure. They were, they were. Um, and as I say, the event I was at last night, there was more people there in one room than there was the entire weekend at Rocking Display. Well, that's that's bad. By the way, that's another thing I got to ask you, Phil. The, any of the events, I know that uh, fight, come fight time, whatever that you know, there's you're backstage, you're getting you're you're focused, you're getting ready. But uh, have any of the events ever featured live music that you performed at? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, I would love to have a fucking band there. I'd love. Hey, I'd love to have both like there. Oh, he picked a good one. And we actually have contacts in Bubba Flex, so yes. maybe we could actually make that happen. Oh, yes, really? we do. That would be fucking yes. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, had, uh, we've had Marty McCoy here on the show, and, uh, of course, uh, Bulldog, you've met them personally I don't know how many times. I've met them and hung out with them a few times. Um, I've even gotten drunk with them on their tour bus. <laughs> hey, so. Billy, you, you, you interview interview both Flex. Uh, I I still can't believe you're interviewing me. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? It, and um, Danny the pain tr- train. And, and uh, you interview me. Uh, you know what though? You, you know what though? I don't I don't treat you any differently. You know, you're still an honored guest on Outlaw Radio. I mean, I've I've had a couple of UFC veterans and uh still, you know, you get you get treated with the same respect they do. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh it's that's unbelievable. Uh absolutely unfucking believable. Yes. Yes. And uh, oh no, I'm just about out of questions for this round. I'm pretty sure because uh, this is your third time on the show. You're going to be on the show again sometime in the near future, and we hope to have you on. Yeah. Uh, hey, after I win, after I win, I want to be back on. Get me back on. After I win. Yes. Yes. I'm, go- I'm going. To. Absolutely. So I have one more question for this uh, from for Mr. Payne. Yeah. And it's this. So 
we know you're going to thrash the shit out of the, 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 your opponent. So what's your prediction? How many rounds would it take? What's your prediction on that one? My next one? Is that what you're asking me? No, no, no. Okay. What's, how many rounds would it take to beat your opponent? Pain. I'm going to end it in the first round. There you that's go. Fucking, that's a prediction. That's a one hell of a prediction. Right on, right on. First round. And, uh, I, first fucking round. I'm going to end it. I've got to, I've got to see this happen. So, uh, Melissa, uh, you said you're going to live stream this. Plug that again, please. Yes, um, it'll be on my personal photography page, which you can either look up um, Melissa K. Photography or type in facebook.com slash photogmelissa. It's P-H-O-T-O-G-M-E-L-I-S-S-A. And I will be going live on at least Phil and Cody's sites. Uh, Cody definitely has a title shot coming up for his weight class, so that'll be really exciting. So hopefully we'll get a lot of good videos and a lot of good chats that we'll share with you guys. Oh, yes. Yes. We may be a little busy doing Outlaw Radio, so I might not get the opportunity to watch it all live. However, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back, I'm going to look at results, and they're going to be announced. They're going to be announced next week. Uh, the results, if uh, there's details, I'm going to give them. So, Yes. Melissa, and, uh, thank you. Love you. Love you, Melissa. <laughs> all right and uh phil i can't let you go without uh, giving yourself a plug where can the fans find you hey man i want to thank all the local sponsors who uh have had, have had my support um who, who, who have been been um with me for everything um i want to thank you or shine the light on me just a little bit, okay? My Great. pleasure. Still there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, where can the fans find you on social media? I oh, know you're on uh, SureDog and and uh, Tapology. I am on. Yes, yes. You can find me on Tapology. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, hey, uh, yes, and go ahead. Like that, if they don't like that, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, we do also have a page on Facebook. Um, you can look yeah, at still, yeah. or Paint is Inspiration, and there's a lot of details, pictures, videos, everything you could ever want to know on there. Hey, it's a good thing I got you, Melissa, because I forget a lot. <laughs> yes, and uh, just so we don't confuse the listeners, it's Phil spelled with two L's, and I've made the mistake a couple of times of calling you Philip, but it's uh, <laughs> Phil with two L's, right? That's okay. Yes, yes, yes. Phil with All two right. L's. All right. Well, Phil, I want to wish you the best of luck coming up uh, next week. We know you're going to do very well. And uh, best of luck to you in your future endeavors. Melissa, once again, we can't thank you enough here at Outlaw Radio for sponsoring 
us and uh, keep up the great work that you always do. All right, definitely will do. All right. Thank I love you, you very much. All right. Take care. All right. So that uh, concludes combat sports discussion. Got to Hey, you got to love Phil's confidence, don't you? Uh, most definitely. That man ha- is filled with confidence, and he's kind of an inspiration. At, uh, at uh, 43 and kicking ass like that, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of an inspiration. It's a big inspiration. All right. But uh, now uh, we gotta, we got to shift gears. And uh, unfortunately, uh, th- this, uh, these are parts of the show uh, segments that I don't like talking about. But it's necessary. I mean, 2016, we lost a shitload of greats. Actors, singers, celebrities, and uh, whereas 2017 hasn't been quite as bad, it's still been kind of rough. I mean, it really has been rough, you know. Um, You know, Chris Cornell a couple of months ago, and it wasn't too long ago to where uh, Chester Bennington, uh, he was saying that uh, he was whoever calls him a sellout is uh he's going to hit them in the mouth and i've called him out on that even said i'll uh i'll meet him somewhere and i'll 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 tell him he's a sellout and i'll let him land that punch and then it's on truth be truth be told though whereas yes i didn't really care for the later stuff hybrid theory was awesome yeah i mean i i agree i mean it is sad that you know we, we lost uh, Chester, but I, I'm in totally agreement with you. Um, that earlier stuff um, was fucking amazing. It, it blew everybody away. But their 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 later stuff was kind of whiny and kind of really. This is not Lincoln Park. This is whiny bitch park. Yes, yes. But nonetheless, you know that's the route they chose to go. And even if we didn't like it, they were still successful with it. Oh, they they were really successful. They they were. There's no doubt about it. I mean, everybody, everyone in the band had side projects to do, uh, you know, away from Lincoln Park. So they always had shit to keep him occupied. But you know, for me, I lost I lost faith in Lincoln Park um, when they started to go on the whiny the whiny road. I'm like I I. I this for me isn't Lincoln Park anymore. Yeah, it's it's like they completely changed. But nonetheless, some of it was still good. Some of it was still good. It was. I mean, I mean, granted. I mean, I agree with you. Some of it was still good. But um, what we don't hear is the 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 city undertones of the shit that he went through when he was not in the recording studio or not filming a music video. We don't hear that side until shit goes wrong. And we have to acknowledge the fact, too, that mental illness is not fake. It's very, very, very fucking real. It, it, it's, it's totally real. And I, um, I've, I've suffered from depression for 
for years. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a battle every day. You know, there are good days and bad days. I have ups and I have downs. But I don't quit. I don't give up. But the real fight is, is out there every day. You fight with yourself every day. You fight with your demons every day. And to try and beat those demons isn't easy. But, you know, some, sometimes, just, sometimes there's that edge that people have to cross. And unfortunately, that is that that line, that edge, is um, is is horrific. Not just for 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 them, but it's the end for their family and friends and children. It, it's heartbreaking. Yes, I mean, you know, and then something else too. I mean, somebody told me to quit reading the tabloids and uh, maybe I, they're right, but uh, you know, I have to ask you this, Scott. Now, Chris Cornell and Chester were both ruled as suicides, but I read some uh, article were saying that the two deaths are connected that I don't doubt, but there's the possibility that I'm, I'm not saying it's not a possibility. They were possibly murdered there. And, and, and here's, and here's where that you, you cross that fine line. There are many theories out there already, which I, I agree with. I mean, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. We will never know unless some major evidence comes, comes to light, but they were, I it's. I'm just trying to find the right words to uh, to to get together. Okay, so the the both deaths, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, the deaths were identical. And the worst thing is, Chester Bennington died on Chris Cornell's birthday, but he also made a speech at Chris Cornell's funeral. So that's that's pretty fucked up some yeah i mean something here is amiss something so, something just doesn't smell right it, it it does i mean i i'm in total agreement with you something smells fishy but um and it's not the tacos but at the end of the day you have to sit down and think well hang on chris cornell died chester bennington died the exact same way um there and I don't think to be honest we will get to the bottom of what really happened. No, no, unfortunately. But uh anyway, it's time for our next music set. And uh as you know, uh we normally don't play music that's popular and mainstream unless it's a situation like this that we absolutely hate, but it is necessary, so we're going to go to our next music set, five songs, five of my personal favorite songs by Linkin Park. We'll be back after this. Who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy. Well, we are known as proper gentlemen because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. (laughs) 
these things were going on and it just inspired all these really great songs all these really intimate moments and it was just one after another after another after another after another next thing you know we've got like 40 songs some of them were a little bit more kind of funky some of them were like a little bit more a little bit more lighthearted. but ultimately the majority of them felt almost like this record. And we were just like, I guess this is the kind of record we're making, you know? Um, I guess this is what we're doing right now. Let's make the sounds really fun. Let's build the tracks and make the music as interesting as possible because the, the lyrics and the melodies are so, ah, you know? And so it was really like, it was like this really fun, interesting experience. And at the end of it, I mean, I was like, F- the world when we started this. And now I'm like, I love you. I'm looking outside like, my car you know look at that that's funny that's so cool you know it's like i mean it's like it's crazy but it's not one of these like manic episodes where it's like you know i'm just like Rah! you know it's like uh it's like legitimate um there's more peace there's more of like a kind of like a quiet and it's because i've earned that i've worked for it and and i have tools and like everybody's earned it everybody's we're all really happy. We're all really stoked about what we created. We're stoked about how we've grown as a band and as friends. And, um, 
I think that making this record in the way that we did uh, was not only great for us creatively, but it was also great for us as people, too. Outlaw Radio remembers Chester Bennington.
Didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you 
position in radio broadcasting can be yours with help from American Broadcasting School. There are a lot of career possibilities out there. Why just dream it? You can become a radio disc jockey, sportscaster, newscaster, or production director. American Broadcasting School, one of the best-known, nationally accredited broadcasting institutions of its kind, can teach you the skills to succeed. Best of all, you'll train from your home computer. Go live on your own internet radio station as instructors evaluate your on-air assignments. You'll receive all the instructional materials and software to get you started. Train from home, learn from home. It's that convenient. Plus, American Broadcasting School offers job placement assistance, so you can land the broadcasting career you deserve. ABS has helped thousands of graduates break into the field, and you're next. American Broadcasting School is the nation's number one way of entering broadcasting. Call 888-677-5227 or visit online at radioschoolonline.com. He took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. By some, he's been called controversial. He is the free American, Clay Douglas. 
Now, keep in mind that some of my guests have been approached by Homeland Security or FBI saying, why are you going on the Clay Douglas show? My message to those guys, if they're listening this morning, is good morning. Go get a cup of coffee. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, sit down. I've always invited you. I hope you come into my lecture, man. Now, you know, we, we both took the same oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies foreign and domestic. I don't recall there being an expiration date on that. Catch the Free American weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. For the podcast and more details, go to freeamerican.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I truly believe I'm still the best. It's been fine. Nobody's. I'll put him away either by submission or by knockout. I truly want to be the greatest MMA fighter of all time. I want to be the best fighter the world's ever seen. Here's your champion. It is Yannick Bahati. On the 19th of August, two champions will collide as England's Yannick Bahati clashes with South Africa's Drikus Duplessis. Plus, the flyweight champion Kazumulu Zulu returns to take on the undefeated Sylvester Chipumbu. EFC 62, 19 August, Carnival City. Tickets and broadcast information at efcworldwide.com. Here's a message to every rapist domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Go fuck yourself. You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Eric Stark, and Bad Billy. All right, welcome back to Outlaw Radio. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. The songs you just heard were Given Up, Numb, One Step Closer, Breaking the Habit, and Ending the Set with in the end. Yeah, that that's uh, one hell of a song right there. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. I actually had a lump in my throat and a tear run down my eye. And it, it, it's crazy. It really is. I mean, uh, maybe Giving Up wasn't an appropriate song to pick. I just, I liked it for its heavy riffs. And that was the first time Chester really uh, decided to say the word fuck in any of his lyrics. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But um, no, I mean, he will be sadly missed. I mean, he was one hell of a, a talented guy. Oh, he, he most definitely was. 
most definitely was. Anyway, time to shift gears uh, to something we can laugh at. Uh, We got some feedback on the feedback line, and uh, oh boy, this is all really special shit. I I gotta say, I love our haters. Just how special is it? (laughs) Oh, give me a second here. One. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just pull, I'm just pulling up the files. Whatever yeah. I told you about pulling up files on on air, Billy. You know you'll go blind. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> so let's see what have we here. Let's see. Oh yes, our good buddy Amadeus. He no, decided- no, no. Remember, we changed his name to Amadeus. Remember that. I thought it was I'm a gay ass. Yes, I, I, I'm a gay ass, yes. Uh, here's Not- what... <laughs> some, some of the shit he uh, decided to spew. In our feedback... <laughs> hey, you guys know what no one gives a shit about? Outlaw Radio. That's what... Nobody gives a flying fucking shit about that stupid radio station. <laughs> you couldn't even finish <laughs> this fucking sentence. Don't worry, I was like that after my first beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, and then we got Larry in Pittsburgh, who's basically his dog, his bitch boy, making edits on us. Made three special ones, including one of you. Me? Yeah. What did I do to deserve this shit? Oh. There are plenty of fuck faces that care about gay outlaw radio. I'm Marvin. Thank you. So I don't care for like this shit. I'm going to take a chocolate rock up the ass. A chocolate rock oh. up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I feel honored that he insulted me. All right. Here's what else Larry's doing on us. Outlaw Radio. Outlaw Radio. You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. Talent. Talent. Outlaw Radio. Sucks balls. Twist my words around. Keep keep up yeah. the keep up the great work. Keep hating. We find it quite entertaining. It's fucking hilarious, especially you know when they do a uh, re rechange my my words. That's 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 funny. But boys, you're gonna have to do a lot better than that one. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, since Chris can't be here, and he's not gonna be here with us next week, so we had to. Re- Uh, Go ahead and record Outlaw Radio's News of the Weird. You ready for this? I'm ready. What's up, everyone? This is the Master Chris Master. And in case you're wondering where I am, um, I'm coming to you pre-recorded because um, I am attending a concert right now. 
featuring the Little River Band. And um, next week, I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be attending a concert, but for Don McLean. Uh, it's both, both of them are concerts at the radio station that I work for is putting on. So I am absent this week uh, and next week. So this week and next week's uh, News of the Weird will be brought to you pre-recorded. But um, I got to ask one thing, Billy. What's that? Are you ready? We're ready. Let's do it. This is Outlaw Radio. From the Outlaw Radio Newsroom, I'm Aunt Jemima, otherwise known as Uncle Louise. And here's your news. Are you trying to tell everybody that you have a pussy? (laughs) Um, I was not expecting that. That caught me off guard. (laughs) But (laughs) that was good. That was good. Oh, man. Well... I now wish I had a, a veterinarian story to come back with that. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seeing wasn't believing exactly for ophthalmologists at Sully Hall Hospital near Birmingham, England. Doctors readying a 67-year-old woman for cataract surgery in November discovered that a bluish mass thought to be a tumor in one of her eyes was actually, are you ready for this? 17 contact lenses mashed together. According to a report published this month, uh, yes, it was a report published this month in the British Medical Journal. The The woman unsurprisingly reported Discomfort in her peeper, and peeper we mean eyes, you sickos, but figured it was because of dry eye and old age. For You know, that reminds me of that old commercial, for dry red eyes, get clear eyes. It removes redness and has the ingredients to moisturize. Wow. <laughs> the difference is clear. Clear eyes. It's amazing that we can recite that commercial word for word. No shit. <laughs> as bad as it sounds to have 17 lenses stuck together in your eye, specialist trainee ophthalmologist Rupal Morjaria told the website that doctors eventually found an additional 10 individual contact lenses in the same eye. All of the lenses were monthly disposable contacts that the woman had forgotten about. The doctor said we were really surprised that the patient didn't notice it because it would cause quite a lot of irritation while it was sitting there. The cataract surgery was postponed after the discovery to avoid increased risk of eye infection due to the bacteria around the patient's conjunctiva. Amazingly, there was no obvious infection in the eye. The woman had been wearing monthly disposable contact lenses 
for some 35 years, according to NPR.com. One physician remarked in the comments section of the British Medical Journal article that it does make one wonder about the appropriateness and completeness of the examination of the referring, referring clinician, whatever that means. A survey of 4,269 contact lens wearers by the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention suggests that more than 99% reported at least one behavior that puts them at increased risk for an eye infection or inflammation. These bad habits include sleeping overnight or napping in contact lenses, reusing contact solution, wearing lenses longer than recommended, or swimming in lenses. <laughs> um, let me just say, that's saying an eyeful. Yeah, I guess so. That was an eyeful. Literally. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, and the rise of the robots has been slightly dampened. Uh, an autonomous 300-pound crime-fighting android tasked with patrolling an office building in Washington, D.C. met an untimely end on Monday after it tumbled into a water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter user Bilal Farouqui posted online a snap of the hapless machine's demise. The K-5, um, the tweet says, Our D.C. office building got a security robot. It drowned itself. We were promised flying cars. Instead, we got suicidal robots. <laughs> the K-5 machine, which Silicon Valley startup Nightstoke discussed, developed was reportedly patrolling the Washington Harbor Complex in Georgetown when it fell down steps and landed on its side in the water. You know, K-5, it reminds me of Short Circuit. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. Alive, Stephanie. Number five, five. alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a statement to the Washington Post, its creators noted that no one was injured in the isolated event and pledged to replace the droid within the next week. The company also put it this lighthearted tweet. Security robot, yes. Submarine robot, no. Got it, K-5. It was up to office workers to fish the heavy machine from the water. Uh, saying on Twitter, it's a fun day here at, at GMMB. The super high-tech security robot at our office complex has had a mishap. HuffPost has reached for comment for on what happened to the robot after the unfortunate incident. But as Farouqui's uh, initial tweet went viral, other social media users chimed in with many poking fun at the robot's sadly premature end to guard duty, saying, some of them saying, it's okay, security robot. It's a stressful job. We've all been there. Poor Marvin. Sometimes life as a security robot is just too tough. Um, what is my purpose, your security robot? Oh, my God. Um, Aria Stark, when people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. Tell them winter came for your security robot. Oh. <laughs> uh, have you thought about getting a lifeguard robot to keep the security robots from drowning? N never crossed my mind ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And an article about McDon- about McDonald's putting baby kale in a burger has sw- has sent Twitter into a tizzy in the best way possible. You know, when they came out with all these other kinds of burger cafe things, I knew they were going fucked up, but this is just weird. The sandwich featuring the kale, McDonald's signature sriracha sandwich, was written up by Inc., which touted the greenery as something that would cause millennials to scream in delight. Uh, When I look at kale, all I'm like is, all I see is plate dressing. You know, something that you put on food to make it look pretty for camera. Not something you eat. Come the fuck on. Uh, but the headline of their article reads as follows. McDonald's just rolled out radical new burgers with millennials' favorite ingredient. Everyone on the internet knows that you can't put millennials in a headline and not expect people to have something to say about it. Especially when the wording here leaves people guessing as to what the favorite ingredient a millennials truly is. And there was seriously a lot of guessing. Here's some of our favorites. Thinly veiled insecurity expressed through wry sarcasm and dank memes. Um, I take my student debt medium rare, thanks. Uh, the snack chat dancing hot dog. Cash? Debt forgiveness? The tears of lesser millennials? Avocado toast burger would be a good idea, to be honest. Favorite ingredient of millennials? That doesn't look like the death of what baby boomers adore. Uh, another person said the favorite ingredient was Xanax. Affordable <laughs> affordable housing. A livable wage. Yes, yes. Finally, a burger with Adderall. Weird to put nihilism in a hamburger, but okay, whatever. Self-loathing? Well, that escalated quickly. Oh, millennials, we're just crazy kids. With debt, drugs, and fancy lettuce. Uh, Let let me just say, fancy lettuce or not, kale is still kale. Kale still sucks. I did not go to McDonald's to eat a salad. (laughs) And you don't go to a prostitute for a hug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, walking up to a prostitute, sorry, I, I've already gotten blown. Can I just have a hug? <laughs> How much for a hug? Oh, free? Okay. Um. Oh, hold on to those balloons. A video filmed in, North, in Long Beach, California shows what happens when Mylar balloons get tangled in the power lines near a transformer. Long Beach Local News, which posted the footage on Facebook, said the explosive reaction led to a power outage that lasted for hours. Southern California Edison said 942 power outages were caused by metallic balloons in its service area in 2016 alone, and the power company urged people to tie down balloons. Bojan Plav. Plavsic, who frequently removes the balloons from power lines for the company, said in a news release in May, keep them tied down. They're not made to let fly away, especially because of the metal and electricity. Nothing good can come out of it. In some cases, damage from balloons have even caused power lines to fall. Plavsic said, such a small thing made for fun that can cause a lot of damage. It can go from zero to 100 with them. It can just be a blown mainline wire 
or multiple wires down. Okay. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, does it for News of the Weird. I know, not a lot this week. But enough. But enough, yes. Uh, so, And I'll come to you again next week with more News of the Weird. And if you would like to see any of these articles... With, they are available right now on our Twitter at Outlaw Radio ABS. Go follow us. We're sexy. We're awesome. I'm out. All right. <laughs> uh, just a little bit of time left. <laughs> Quite some stories there, huh? Um, there was some uh, really funny stories. And I'm like, why the ones got to be from England so fucking retarded? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple from last. There was a couple from last week, and now the the stupid old granny with like fucking contact lenses. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with England right now? <laughs> oh man, the stories you get a stupidity off of uh, Huffington Post, and we love to read them. Oh, oh yeah, they're hilarious. And uh, just recently too. Chris uh, would always t- tell me what an ass I am for playing Dolly Parton's Titty Sweat uh, Stereo Dust Particles commercial. Well, that was actually redone, and we I gotta play that. So, uh, epic! I, I I need to hear this one. supermarkets worldwide are you tired of having the same old soft drink day after day week after week year after year well the makers of mountain dew have solved that problem it's dolly parton's titty sweat direct from the titties of dolly parton and freshly squeezed too and yes it's 100 percent natural and great tasting too it's dolly parton's titty juice now available for only 19.99 a can and available at supermarkets worldwide (laughs) that's definitely a nine to five job You know, somebody else said uh, they they listened to Chris's ad and it, it was in like B minor. He he recognized the notes and this one was in a lower note. And uh, I said, no, I think they're both in double D. <laughs> I think it's triple D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of news or of Outlaw Radio. Uh, <laughs> next week, we have Faded Leroy. Yes, we're going to be talking with Brendan Nichols of Faded Leroy, a band I'm quite familiar with. They're from right here in Idaho. You have their music. What do you think of them? I actually like them. They're badass. Yes, yes, they're awesome. And... Uh, as for the rest of the show, is yet to be determined. Hopefully, we don't have to do another tribute because I hate doing those. But yeah, uh, me too, me too. Yeah. 
So anyway, and uh, I know I didn't get around to the Indy Asylum this morning on Asgard Radio, but I should be back with that next week. Bulldog. Bulldog, you got... Yes, boss. uh, Those listening on the No Holds Barred Radio Network, they've got, uh, in the morning, of course, got to tune in for the Locked and Loaded Radio Show. Yeah, that's I hear that's badass. Yeah, it most definitely is. Yeah, I hear the, I hear the host's a wanker though. <laughs> really, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and then we got uh, that's going to be immediately followed by Cranked Up Country with Curtis and Brad. Sweet. All right. So uh, I want to thank you for being the stunt double double for uh, uh, stunt double double. I yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> for both Chris and Derek. Uh, Chris is going to pre-record news of the weird next week, Sweet. as already mentioned. But Derek should be back with us. And thank nice. you very much for stepping in. So You are so welcome, sir, anytime. All right. With that said, good night, everybody. We're going to end the show with Sacred by Insatia. Good night. Bye-bye. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's where you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to go piss up a rope. We give our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what?
drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey, 100% all-natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narration for presentations, even post-production, audio editing, and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. Ah, screw this fucking shit. We're not posh and pompous. We're locked and loaded. The Locked and Loaded Radio Show with the Bulldog, Scott Rumsey. Enjoy the best in rock music, metal, and classic rock, along with interviews and sizzling hot talk. It's raw. It's unfiltered. It's certifiably shit fucking crazy. Like the Locked and Loaded Radio Show on Facebook at facebook.com slash locked and loaded radio show. And follow the show on Twitter at L-A-L-R-S-007. I'm locked and loaded. The Locked and Loaded Radio Show. On internet radio devices every fucking where. Have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 773-572-7878. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioads.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Here I am. 
sitting on a porch Writing another song About Waylon Willie, David Allen Cole You can't go wrong Such great outlaw boys just like me Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. That's the outlaw song. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.